ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edmundo. It's a privilege to share what the Lord has done for me with you. Amen. Um, last year, Bishop came from the crusade and was raising funds for the mountain. So I sat there and I was making my calculations. I was just saying that I don't have anything to give. Because if I look at my salary and everything, if I come and stand there, I don't even know how I'm going to raise the money and give. So as he kept raising the funds... He mentioned an amount, and I was still seated. So my pastor, sorry, my pastor is helping Nana Brago. She just turned and looked at me, and all she said was, sorry, Bessing, whether you like it or not, you must be blessed. So I looked at her, and I was smiling, and I came here. As I was standing there, all I was saying is that, Lord, I don't have. If I even look, if they say bonus whatsoever, I, I, even if I give, it means my January is going to be very dry. But I kept standing. So when I received my salary, I took out the amount and I sat here. Bishop said he was going to receive the money during the convention. So when I came for the convention, I was sitting there. Then he made an altar call. He said that if you are here and it's like the relationship between you and your boss wasn't quite fluid, just come forward. So I sat there and I said, what a crowd. <laughs> How am I going to come? But I encouraged myself and I came. So I came with my seat and I stood here and he prayed for us and then I went back to my seat. So when, we, when I met my boss, the first meeting of the year, we were supposed to plan for the year actually. I didn't think about salary whatsoever. When I sat down and I said good morning and we started, she just said, I'm going to pay you, and she mentioned the amount, and it was twice what I was receiving before. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe you don't understand. This is a boss that I have been with for close to two and a half years, and I have struggled with her small concerning my salary. But this time around, I didn't even mention the salary, and she herself told me what she was going to give. All I want to say this morning is that it was a mountain before me, but the Lord had to let me move this mountain so that he will move mine. Hallelujah. I want to encourage us this morning that God is a very good businessman. When you do business with him, there is no way you are going to lose you are going to always reap a bountiful harvest. I want to encourage everyone, when it comes to sowing, 
if you drop a seed of maize, you are not going to reap just a seed of maize. You are going to reap a bountiful harvest. Let's give to the Lord. And he'll also cause people to give to us. Hallelujah.
Your neighbor, are you happy to be in church today? Are you happy to be in church today? If you are happy, then clap your hands for Jesus. Before we take our seats, we want to learn our memory verse today. Are you ready? All right. Please put up the memory verse. Mark 11.25. Ask your neighbor, are you ready? Right. Let's go. One go. Mark 11.25. And when ye stand praying, forgive. If ye have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Is it nice? Mark eleven twenty-five. Let's take it again. One go. Mark eleven twenty-five. And when? So it begins with and when. And then when it comes to the Father. Your father also, father also, and and when? So one go. Let's start again. Let's all start. One go. Mark eleven twenty five. And when ye stand praying, forgive. If ye have ought against any, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespass. You guys are too good. Mark 11, 25. One go for the last time. Mark 11, verse 25. And when ye stand praying, forgive. If ye have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Mark 11, verse 25. I mean, it is, it's, when I see some faces, it's, it's like we are doing something strange. It's like I've said Indian hemp for everyone to smoke. Ah! 
Christopher, are we going to learn the word of God and be filled with the word of God? Let's take it now. One go. Mark 11. No, no. At this time, you can turn around and look at people's mouths. Look at the tilapias, the redfish, the uh, professors. What else? Right. One go. Mark 11, verse 25. And when he stand praying, forgive. If ye have ought against any, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you. Clap your hands. Mark eleven twenty-four. Too nice. Too nice. Too nice. You may please be seated. We'll take it again before we leave church service. But I'm happy to see you in church. Welcome the person sitting by you. Tell the person you are warmly welcome. In the house of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Please send your Bibles to the words of Saint Paul, the apostle, in Philippians. Before that, let's go to First Corinthians chapter 9. I'm reading from verse number 24. I'm continuing to share with you on the subject, how to finish well. How to finish well. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. Not so run that ye may obtain. Na unim se omwa omusi akaino, ni paninyana esi akain de and so abosobadia no eko obaku for pen chain nainti no ko siwakaino. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's asking a question. Are you not, at this time, are you not aware that it's a race we are running? You still don't know that we are running a race? You think it's just, you know, coming to church and going and, you know, joining a church? I mean, are you, ask your neighbor, are you not aware at this time, at this stage, you still don't know that it's a race? Ask, ask your neighbor, don't you know that it's a race? As a person, do you know that it's a race? Second hmm? Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7 said, I have fought a good fight. I have, once again, finished my course. I have kept the faith. So not only should you be aware that you are in a race? Say, no, you not. I mean, don't you know that this thing we are doing is a race? Osemedie makun okopano makomi mrika ewe na mekita jidienu muche na eye akensi na yesi 
That we are running a race. Running a race is not see a kind. We are running a race. Yes. We are running a race. We are running a race. It must dawn on you that this thing, Opana, it is a race. We may not be wearing tracksuits or jerseys, but it is a race. Then, when Paul was writing to another person called Timothy, his son, he gave another aspect of the race. That it's not enough to just know. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, you must be aware of what is happening. Yeah, I've been to school. I've been, I mean, have some minimum education. At least I went to secondary school. I can tell you that I was in school with people. Who didn't know what was going on? Secondary school. Our parents paid our school fees. We took buses and went to school. Some of them, their parents went to drop them in school. They were in the school. Just as we are also in the church. But it didn't dawn on them. It didn't occur to them that this thing that we have with your sitter, your gari, your sardine, your chop box, school dress, your belt, your shoe, your uh, uh, mosquito net, your mattress. Sana, it is a race. When your car, your bus arrives at the school gates, the security man will not tell you that this place is a running track. But I discovered after seven years that I had been running a race. The real races in life you will never be told that it's a race. But if you look and analyze very carefully and you think about it you will realize that Tale, this thing we are doing, it's a race. The Christian life is a race. Who are we racing against? Your pastor? The sister sitting by you? Are you racing against your Christian brother? No. No. You are racing against yourself. Your opponent is yourself. Everybody is running his own race. And it is your responsibility. You see, whether you finish your own or you don't finish your own, it will never affect me. 
And how I choose to run my race will never affect you. If you are going to hell, my going to hell will not affect you. My going to heaven will not affect you. It's your own life. The Bible puts it in a certain way. Jesus said, two people shall be lying down on the same bed. One will be taken away. In the Christian life, eh, ultimately, we do not influence each other. You are living your life. Husband and wife will be lying on the same bed. One of them will be taken away one will remain in so that is why Paul said it he said I have fought a good fight but he said I have finished my course these are the two verses that teach us that we must finish well one talks about finishing 247. And one talks about finishing well. Don't just finish. But finish in such a way that you will win a prize. Second Corinthians. First Corinthians, sorry, 925. It says, run that you obtain the prize. Well. Don't just finish. Finish in style. The first thing I want to say to us all is that many people will not finish. They won't finish. They won't finish. No, 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 you won't finish. Oh, I feel like preaching this morning by the time it's up. Time is up, the 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 time is up, time is up. Some of you sitting here, very soon, in a year's time or some some few months' time, you will be a total unbeliever. You are you are already changing color like do you know phenophthalene is something in chemistry? You are changing color slowly. Soon you will be who you really are. Some of you I, I look, I will be shocked if you will be in church in two years' time. My greatest surprise will be to find you in church. Not just in this church, but in any church in two years' time. I expect in two years' time you will be a total unbeliever giving to the world, smoking, fooling, drinking, homosexual, whatever, extreme. You will not be anywhere near church. You won't be around. I also enter church just like you. 32 years ago. 
Through my wife, I entered church. And And when I entered, I said, why, why, why should I rear chicken and be eating tilapia? She's the one I have to marry. If she's the one, I mean, I don't know anybody else. She's the one. Hey, I entered church 32 years ago. I'm still here. Do you know 32 years? It's not a small journey. It's not a journey, small, small boys and back on. I'm still around by the grace of God. I'm believing God to be around next 10 years by the grace of God. As long as I'm alive on earth, I want to be around. What is keeping me? The first thing that keeps a man in the, in the, you see, on the tracks, what keeps you continuing to run is that number one, you must be properly born again. If you are here today and you are not born again, you are just playing church. I can promise you, you will not be around. When you leave, and the devil gets you properly. That's when you will discover that the chair you were sitting on was one of your greatest privileges in life. Church. I'm teaching a very important series in the first service. You must get the messages and buy. How to be satisfied with the goodness of the house of God. If you want to finish well. Upstairs, do you want to finish well? You want to finish well? Or you want to stop in the middle? Some of, somebody here, in 10 years time, you'll be a full-blown fetish priest. Why? Because as you sit here, you see, what gives you legitimacy in the church is your salvation. Be born again. You see, I told you from first uh, uh, John chapter 15, verse 1, that you see, what keeps you on your tracks are fruits. I can see a corner, you come the canoe, so I dear a mau SCP, so Verse 2 of John 15 says that the branch that doesn't bear fruit, he will take away. Which means that you will not be around anymore. What has kept me running for 32 years is what I'm explaining to you. Ah, fruits. 
if you are here and you don't bear fruits, you are looking straight at a pastor who is informing you that you have no place in the kingdom of God. Fruits. Look, Jesus Christ went to a tree looking for fruits. He didn't get fruits. He cursed the tree. 24 hours, it was a withered tree. Outside, are you listening to me? I can't hear you. Outside, are you listening to me? Yo, he went to the tree looking for fruits. It was not even the season, but he didn't care. He was looking for fruits. No fruits. He cursed it. It was over. Look, Being in Christ. Listen, can you see me? It's not just about heaven alone. No. No, it's not about heaven alone. Here on earth, there is everything, everything to gain from being in Christ on earth here. Without the contribution of God in your life, no matter what you have, you are incomplete. I'm saying it again. Without the contribution of God in your life, no matter what you have, degrees, money, Job, cars, you are incomplete. Actually, even the more you have things, the more dangerous your life is. It's in your own interest to remain running. You see how you are all one white white to come and see your friends off? Ha. If you really love them, pray for them that this marriage will be in Christ. Yes. Yes. Women, you don't want to be around a man who doesn't know God. You don't want to be around a man who is not running a race. You don't want to be around a woman who doesn't know God. A wishy-washy, half-half, bovire or severe type of Christian. It is in your own interest to keep running. Any good in us is because of Jesus Christ in us. Yes, and I'm saying to you that it is in your interest. Is that Dinah? Are you not going to marry? Don't pray that your husband should be a rich man. Don't pray that your husband should love you. No, they are stupid prayers. Stupid, stupid prayers. Pray that your husband will love God. If he loves God, your love is guaranteed. Yes. Yes. 
if you, if you don't have sense, so you pray, say, oh, Father, let, let my husband have a nice car, a Prado, Lord, I want Prado. Give, them, give my husband some bank account in uh, Michigan. Lord, I pray, may he get some oil contract. What you don't know is that all the Michigan bank account and the oil contract and the Prado, he's going to get all and use the Prado and the oil contract to chase other things apart from you. I see. May the Lord help us to keep running. To keep running. If you be normal in life, it will be because you are running. If you stop running, you stop becoming correct. You stop running, you are spoiling. You stop running, you are changing color. You stop running. And I'm saying that the first thing that qualifies you to be on the track is that you must be born again. That's the fruit of salvation. Fruit of repentance. The next fruit I'm sharing with you today as we close the service. It's a very important fruit. It, it keeps you running. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 11. It's a fruit. I'm preaching this, this one, this series is called Fruit Salad. Being filled, filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, huh, unto the glory and praise of God. Glory. As we prepare to go home today, I'm informing you, every Christian, one of the fruits that will keep you walking with God and running the race, not stopping, not lying by the side of the road receiving drips. One of the fruits every Christian must bear. Remember, the reason why I'm doing a fruit salad is that John 15, 2, the branch that does not bear fruits, he will take away. No fruits, take away. No fruit, Remove, remove. So I'm showing you the types of fruits you can bear. And today is called, it is called the fruits of righteousness. Righteousness. Fruits of righteousness. My dear friend, it's not enough to be born again. It's not enough to just lift your hand and go to go and stand in front, and the pastor will say a prayer, and you say after him, and you are born again. That is fruits of salvation. We are talking about fruit of righteousness. That is doing right things. The things that are right. Hey, you know, are you listening to me? Before you get born again, your struggles are between heaven and hell. 
na chese wo bra wo bra ne pere a wo bra nyina no e jina osoro ahemam ni abonsan jantem yeah then when you choose heaven afay wo yi osoro ahemam a your next choices will be between right and wrong afay dia kana se wo wo yi papa anase bone that is today and then ye kana ne today we are doing right and wrong and na dia papa ene bone ho asem ne ye kana then when you choose right na wo yi papa na then you are going to choose between two right things. Not all right things are right. The deeper you get, your choices will not be between good and bad, but between good and good. If you are here listening to me, maybe nobody has told you. In Malachi chapter 4, his name is the son, the Ewea, the son of righteousness. Righteousness is part of the kingdom. Jesus said, the kingdom we are in is not meat and drink. It's not meat and drink. It is in the world that it is meat and drink. But it is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God it's not meat and drink it is righteousness peace joy this is the kingdom and if you belong to the kingdom on your tree should be fruits of righteousness where you ask yourself what I am doing is it right is it right is it a, is it a good thing a good thing? According, according to the word of God. Does the word of God allow this behavior? That's the fruit you must bear. When we come to your tree, there should be fruits hanging. Many of you, the fruits on your tree are evil fruits. You are in a church. Listen to me. Church, uh, that's why you must get a, that series. I'm, 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 I'm saying very interesting things in the first service. I'm in second service. This is our third service. We are going to have our fourth service and then our fifth service. Make sure that righteousness is in your life. You can't be sitting here and be having sex with a man you are not married to. It is not righteousness. A Christian, we've got our code of conduct. It's not about singing on the stage. 
When you are singing on the stage, like I'm preaching on the stage, a certain type of righteousness is expected of me. You don't behave anyhow. You just don't do things because you must do it. Some Some of you, as you sit here, last night, you were sitting in a roadside open air Drinking spree. And then you know dance dance. That's the latest in Accra now. It's, says, no, it's no more nightclubs. Those big big speakers. speakers table with four chairs around it. You go and then you sit down with the girl and then you call the waiter. Say, I want, I want just give me stone and uh, the secretary. secretary. A Christian cannot sit in such a place. You can't sit there. It's not. It's not right. It's not right. And when we, when we come onto your tree and we see such fruit, remember that you are near a curse. It's not, it's a fruit of righteousness. You see, last night I was passing by one. I mean, and, and they, are, they are all roadside. Roadside. You see teeming numbers of young boys and girls. 2 a.m. Yesterday, after 12 midnight, I was crossing. There was there's one at Adenta Barrier. You see them. Chewing kebab, loud music, and a girl, a, 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 a boy, there's a car. Like, if this is a car, you see that? Stand, stand by the car. No, like this. Yeah, this is a car. Yeah, it, no, it's okay. You stand there. You stand, don't worry. You see the guy. The guy is standing there. He, 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 he. <laughs> Some of you, last night, somebody was smooching you. Are you a lizard? Are you a lizard? Are you a lizard? Tell your neighbor, get off the wall. And get onto the cross. Clap your hands for Jesus. We finish fooling. Come and sit in the church. That's why, remember, look, look, I'm washing my hands. I told you the first thing is to be born again. Yeah. If you are born again, this thing will not be happening to you. You will not allow it. Yeah, some of you sitting here today, you've come to church, we have sang. What, what song did you sing? Uh, what's what the song you sing? Who so me? so. When we close from church, you are going to listen to Stone Boy. Yeah, Stone Boy. Miss V. Miss V. Comfort Quade. You are a fool. You are stupid. 
you are stupid. Do you know why I say you are stupid? Because you are a fool. If I were you, I would never ever me. I would never come to church like hey. this church. If I were you, I would never come here. Never. 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 This is the last place I will come to. And any day, just I will be in that place. Proper. When I was an unbeliever, I was there properly. When hey. I was 13, I was drinking vodka in bottles. Because as I'm preaching this message now, I'm, I'm spoiling your appetite for that type of life. Now, so you will you, you will go, but you will enjoy it well. And in the church also, you are not enjoying it well. Meanwhile, as you are in the church, you are on your way to hell anyway. So why will you not rather go and enjoy it some small enjoyment on your way to hell than to sit in the church and do bovide hosavide on your way to hell? Anyway, Look at me carefully. There is no church. Don't clap. There is no church that can prevent you from going to hell. Actually, the church, there's a lot of evil in the church. Yes. Even though there are good things here, there's evil here. You can come to church and be a homosexual from the church. What's it Interpret it well. I'm preaching. I'm speaking. I want it to be clear, clear, clear. You cannot say that I did not tell you. I'm telling you so that when you are standing about to be ushered into hell, you won't say nobody told you. You say, what a fool I have been. How? I heard the message. My pastor preached. He preached. I'm, I'm, I'm telling the message in any way. Which, what should I do? I've cooked it. I've fried it. I've steamed it. I've roasted it. What should I do? Church, tell me. I don't know. I don't know of any church that can take you to heaven. 
your personal relationship with God. Personally, me and God, me and my prayer, me and my quiet time, me and Jesus, me. Yeah, that is, you see, it is that personal life that makes you behave like Joseph. When there's nobody there, you still say, I will never sleep with you. Never. And so funky, but I hope it ends there. I hope there's nothing deeper. I hope so that you not go and have sex with Clara and come and discuss with your friend the type of noises she was making, what type of moves she makes, and then so try her also. And in the night, I hope that last night you were not at any Jesse sports. And mammy, I'm with you. Why you must take my babbit now? No, me shame, no, me say, no, yeah, yeah, no, and your money, yes, eh, woofy ha, now, no, bar, Clara, who of shiny, no, yeah, no, I can't tell when you're uncle, Clara, only in a dog, Pajana, no, I say, no, I tell no, no, I say, get your way, clap your hands for Jesus. And begin to bear fruits. When we get your phone, we shouldn't see Rihanna or Beyonce. We should, we should, we should see Christian music, not pornography. Choose this day. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Stand to your feet and let's go. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and let's close. If you are here today, and you are not born again. I'm, I'm talking about you don't know Jesus. You are outside. You are not born again. Today. And that day. Yes. He's coming already. I've not been. He's coming. Yeah. You know yourself, actually. Don't mess me. Yeah, that is it. If you are here, you are not born again. Come. Come, and, come and kneel down in front like our brother has done. Yeah. That's it. A heart which is convicted. You know that, Charlie. You are going to come. Come and come. Just come. Outside. Outside. Come. Come to God. Put your life in the hands of Jesus. Put your life in the hands of Jesus. Come, my sister, come. My brother, come. Yeah. Otherwise, you're on your way to hell. If Jesus doesn't take you away, something will take you away. Your own ways will take you away. You want to receive Jesus? Come right now. Right now. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your two hands. Yes. And say after me, Heavenly Father, today I realize I'm a sinner. 
I've gone far from you. Very far. And I'm dirty. My sins have made me dirty. Please, have mercy on me. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me. Purge me. Make me new. Today, I receive Jesus as my personal savior. I'm not going back again. I'm not going back again. I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog who vomits and goes back to eat the vomit. I'm vomiting my sinful life today. My past life. It's over. Over. I'm starting a new life. Personally with Jesus. Even before church. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.